Panthers are on their second game of this West Coast trip as they pay a visit to the Shark Tank in San Jose. On today's episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, we're going to bring in the guys from Locked On Sharks, a.k.a. the content boys on the show, to discuss tonight's matchup between these two teams, all on today's episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Tuesday, March 15th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez from pantherparkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at monoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And don't forget to also subscribe to the national show and, and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark Lou covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. So on today's episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, again, the second game of this West Coast trip, it will be a 10.30 start time on ESPN slash Hulu. And here to discuss this matchup between the Florida Panthers and the San Jose Sharks on this edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast is Kyle Demetrius and J- J.D. Young of the Content Boys. What is up, guys? I'm pretty excited that we have now made everybody say the Content Boys. <laughs> and also... I'm also very excited that we just delete every corporate email and don't do any of that stuff at the beginning. <laughs> we well, are the renegades of the Locked On Podcast Network, but, you know. It was good to hear it once a year. Yeah, absolutely, for, for sure. And uh, once again, for uh, p- people listening in on the Panthers feed, um, J- JD is familiar with the southeastern part of the U.S. and South Florida as well. Uh we're both wearing our Dolphins gear since we both happen to cheer for the same team. And once again, JD is very familiar with uh, a little thing called pub subs. Uh, Kyle, have you ever have you ever tried a public sub in your life? Yeah, I puked on the floor of a public once. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Eating a sub? No, I was on my way to get a sub or whatever else they have at their little hot bar deli situation. And I just <laughs> walked past like the seafood counter and was like, nah. We're just calling it a day. I like <laughs> went into the corner and just uh, spewed all over the place and then carried on to get my food. I don't remember what I got, but <laughs> I walked out. Nobody said anything to me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what kind there. of security guards they got in Publix, <laughs> but uh, yeah. And then I walked outside um, and a little, little fun fact about this story. <clears throat> it was three in the afternoon. So <laughs> it was, it was, it was like 30 degrees. Oh, I don't know what that is in freedom units, like a hundred. I don't yeah. know. It's like a hundred outside. So I walked outside and was like, oh, this is way too hot. I went to a bar. So yeah, that's my that's my public story. Nice. Well, a few that disapprove of a public sub. That's a that's a rarity, uh, that's for sure. But hey, let, let's talk about um let's talk about the Florida Panthers. Let's talk about the San Jose Sharks uh going on. Do we have to stink? We talk about anything else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, we had to break um, when it comes to uh, this uh, th- this uh, game Tuesday night, ten thirty Eastern, um, it, back in the back in Florida. Um, so, the San Jose Sharks last time they these two teams faced off against each other. I mean, 
they gave Florida a run for their money. James Reimer was outstanding in that one. I mean, it took an overtime uh, win for the Florida Panthers where uh, Jonathan Huberto faked the Michigan to get it to Sam Bennett. I mean, the San Jose Sharks, uh, just reading off the first 44 games right before that matchup on uh, January 29th, they're in the thick of the playoffs, uh, or at least just outside the bubble. 22-19 and 3 to start. <laughs> around there they were around they 500 were the, yeah. they're around 500 but that, that, um, that was the, uh, the the that road trip is where everything fell apart for the sharks so yeah and since since then the san jose sharks are four six and four um but i'm <laughs> that seeing seems that generous actually yeah <laughs> that was way better than i thought you were gonna say so yes. yeah <laughs> so they're better on the power play this um lately their power mm. play numbers are better even their pk is better i mean their pk has been hold on hold on Better. The awesome. only thing about San Jose that's been good in three years is their penalty kill. Yes, mm. literally the only thing. <laughs> yes. Mm. So what I'm seeing is that the this team is having a trouble at even strength scoring and defending. So what 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 do you think has been the issue uh, there um, this season for the Sharks? Lack of NHL talent. Yeah, uh, Eric. So Eric Carlson got hurt right before the Panthers game. And basically the moment he got hurt is when the season went into a tailspin. Um, Carlson before that was, was playing some of the best hockey he's played since he got to San Jose. And when you once once he left the Sharks, just offense just fell into a tank where they couldn't even, you know, do simple things like get the puck out of their own zone and stuff. And then, you know, James Reimer had to start, I think 13 games in a row before 14. Four, yeah, he was no, whatever. 13, 13, it, was 13, 13. it was his 13th game in a row before he got hurt because Aiden Hill, uh, RIP, and then they didn't trust Zach Slotchenko to get a start. So uh, they they pretty much ran our, our boy Reimer into the ground there. But um, Carlson returned two games ago um, against the Kings and the Sharks, small sample size, but the Sharks have looked much, much better. Um, by much, much better, I mean, and average-ish offense where they can actually like get sustained zone time and stuff like that but yeah he he has been the key kind of the engine to the sharks offense but yeah without carlson they they were just god awful like god awful just to just to put just to put a point on that uh in the last 20 games san jose is eighth in the nhl on the power play uh Mm -hmm. first in penalty kill um they've only allowed three power play goals against uh in the last 20 games. And then at 5v5, they're 32, 32nd in Corsi 4, 31st in expected goals for, 32nd in goals for percentage. And they've been outscored 53-29 at 5v5 and 60-32 at evens. This is a team that people thought was going to the playoffs as recently as like last month. People are stupid. <laughs> Never forget this. The there's Kyle, they're just a runaway. Come on. <laughs> Actively last game, uh, people were saying that they are just one runaway from the playoffs. It's been ranged. So mm-hmm. yeah, the the they're basically their five on five has been killing them the past like since Carlson got out. Carlson was injured. So yep, it's not because the Florida Panthers um they're, they're good. Their five v five numbers are actually quite the opposite of their uh, special teams. It's the special teams that has been a struggle for the Florida Panthers at least early on in the season. Uh, when you have lately, too many when you have too many good players it makes it hard to put them all out there so yeah so just and, and of course the with injuries to alexander barkov missing at least like 13 games of the season that's when the power play really uh really struggled they were as low as the 
near the 20s uh, in power play percentage. But now um, the, the team for the Florida Panthers is a lot healthier now. Um, they've used two of their breaks. And uh, I'm talking about the holiday break in December and the all-star break slash Olympic break. And every single break that the Florida Panthers have had, they've gone on on a run like immediately. And that's when you expect a team to possibly lose a little bit of momentum but not this Florida Panthers team. You, the, this team even was like hanging out ar- around each other, even off of the break. But as far as the Sharks perspective of things, when it comes to like uh, extended breaks or anything like the COVID break and the all-star break, how, how have the Sharks uh, come out of those? Bad shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Did Terrible. you hear the numbers I just read to you? So yeah. after, after the, the, the co- the Christmas break or co- Christmas COVID break, uh, they played terrible. Um, I think they 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 had a nine to eight game or it was like nine to eight or eight to seven game to to the Coyotes that they barely won. They they played just god awful. Um, it took them. They got shelled like by the Penguins. And they were, they were down like six to one in like the first period against the Penguins. It was they just came out terribly. And then after the All Star break, they were basically in a funk until Eric Carlson got back. It's so, been so yeah. heading into heading into the all-star break, they went, they lost to Seattle, <laughs> lost yes. to Tampa, beat the Capitals somehow, then lost to Florida, lost to the Hurricanes, and then lost to the Lightning in overtime. But they, they were, were competitive they were the, in all those games. They were games. competitive in some of those games. Yeah. Um they were not yes. Then they had 13 games off and then immediately followed that 13 game break off or 13 day break off with a loss to the Oilers, a loss to the Canucks, a loss to the Golden Knights, a loss to the Ducks, a shootout win over the Islanders, who are dreadful. Um, and they allowed 47 shots against the Islanders, then yes. a loss to the Bruins, then they beat the Kraken, and then immediately lost to the Golden Knights, lost to the Predators, <laughs> lost to the Ducks. Oh, the Predators was an 8 nothing loss at home. Oh, yeah, they lost 8 nothing to the Predators. <laughs> Noted offensive juggernaut. Yes. Man. I think uh, Roman Jersey They're like awful. If, 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 <laughs> if um, in handsomeness, uh, mm-hmm. Who's more handsome, Carlson or Josie? Josie. Uh, Mm. Well, Ragnarok Mm. Carlson is better. Is is looking better. Ragnarok Carlson does have yeah. I think I think Josie has like universal approval. Has 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 Carlson's hair grown back? Last time he's kept it. He's kept it short. He's got the Ragnarok look, and it's given him infinite powers. powers. Yeah, Yeah, the powers of Ragnarok. Um, (laughs) If Florida doesn't beat San Jose like six nothing, they should feel ashamed. (laughs) (laughs) You never know with these. games going out west late at night with their body clock and all that but we'll talk more about that um next segment um so next segment we're actually going to talk a little bit of trade deadline for the san jose sharks and the florida panthers and their approaches on this next uh segment of the lockdown florida panthers podcast but first we're going to tell you all about bet online is that time of year as college basketball tournament is finally upon us for all the latest odds contests and player props betonline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting on your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Back on this second segment of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, I have the content boys, Kyle Demetrius and J.D. Young here on the show. So we're going to talk a little bit of trade deadlines. So 
Would you like Guys, one to watch Hurdle, please? He's <laughs> good. He's good. He's very good. Yes. Yeah. That that is the number one place I was going to because the latest uh, rumors for the Florida Panthers side of things is they are actually linked to Tomas Hurdle, um, and he's the he's the second leading scorer on the on the San Jose Sharks, um, and just a homegrown player. Uh, 17th overall back in 2012. Um, as far as wh- what's it going to take, what's it going to take as far as a return for someone like Tomas Hurdle uh, in order to make a trade work? Who's your best prospect? I would say our best prospect is. Um, Don't you dare say Owen oh, Tippett. I, w- I would say, I would say right now, as far as forwards, no, it can be anybody. Sharks are yeah, bad. we don't care. We just I would want... say Mackie Semoskevich uh, as far as forwards. I mean, he scored yeah. in his first game in the world. Who's, who's your Who's your next best prospect? We're uh, We're Justin excluding Sordich. Spencer Knight, right? Yeah. So just, just, <laughs> just, just, I'm not Anton Lindell and Spencer Knight are off the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's fine. We, that's we fine. Know. That's fine. So Mackie, then who's number two? I would say Justin Sordiff, who's now playing for the Edmonton Oil Kings in the WHL. He got traded this uh, this season. He's averaging over a point per game. Uh, right now in the WHL. Okay, they'll so. take both of those and your first next year and some other person you want to throw in there. Yeah, it'll have to be 2023 since that's they don't fine. have. Oh, a perfect. First round, that's perfect. Yeah, pick. that's fine. We rather so. have the 2023 pick anyway because yeah. that's the yeah. better draft class, <laughs> more yeah. swings. So, so, so that's the kind of thing you're looking at. Um, those high end guys, but even then, I don't know, like. Samoskevich and Surdiff aren't exactly like a tier prospects. Yeah. Mm. Um, so San Jose is probably going to want somebody because San Jose's whole thing is that they're going to go back trying to make the playoffs going forward and they're not really rebuilding, they're resetting. Just, that's not our We're words, rolling our eyes. That's their words. We, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Our eyes rolled so hard they fell out. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's their plan. So uh, I, NHL ready or NHL close prospect which should be the centerpiece of the thing. Mm-hmm. A guy like Alex Newhook, obviously we know that they're not getting Alex Newhook. They might, but like an Alex Newhook, a Marco Rossi, uh, a Matt Boldy, even though Matt Boldy's in the thing, um, yeah. a Kalen Addison, a Nick Robertson. Pick one from the Rangers. Good. Yeah. yeah, pick Zach Jones, Nils Lundqvist, pick anybody from the Rangers. A guy who is close or a, a top-tier talent, and then you're going to have to throw in another decent prospect um, like a Justin Stewart, like even though he's averaging a point per game, Justin Stewart isn't exactly blazing down the doors of prospect rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're going to have to throw in a bunch of picks uh, for that to work. And if you want to give back, like I know Boston has been heavily linked to Tomas Hurdle, so they're probably going to take back like a Jake DeBrusque. Um, but also, they're not going to give up Fabian Lissell or Mason Lowry. So then, if you're not going to do that and you really want to trade with Boston, then you got to go Jake DeBrusque, uh, John Beecher. Oro Vakanainen, a first, something like that. It's got to be some yeah. sort of substantial package. Like Florida's going to lose something real from their system. And, and probably, I don't know how real Florida Panthers fans think their first round pick is, but it's basically a second at this point. That's how good yeah. they are. So more real things than that. That should be the baseline is a, a first round pick. That's the yeah, baseline. Yeah. And you add on top of that. Tomas Hurdle, like, especially for us, because our whole thing is we're trying to find William Eckler a friend. That's kind of our, our running joke, um, you know, for our pros and stuff is, you know, for the Sharks, they, they're trying to find this next core. So they, they William Eckler, who we think is going to be very, very special, they're going to have a 
top 10 draft pick most likely in this upcoming draft. And then if you can get something here at the trade deadline that from hurdle, and then these three guys that you're getting, this is your next core that you're going to be um, kind of piecing together with, with some of that guy, their prospects that they have coming up from their kind of their fable 2020 draft class that every draft nerd on the internet loves, but you're still hoping that, you know, one of these guys pops, but so that's where it is. Like hurdle. I think he gets lost, especially being on the West coast. Like, where people don't really appreciate how good he is, especially on a bad team with the Sharks are. Um, you know, it, was, it wasn't it was until like two weeks ago that the Sharks actually won a game where Tomas Hurdle and Timo Meyer didn't score a point. Like, that's how important these two guys are to the team. And, you know, Tomas Hurdle, he, he's a fan favorite in San Jose. Wherever he goes, he's going to, like, the fans love him just because of the energy he brings and the passion. And and he backs it up. We, we've seen him, you know, especially with the Sharks, like, perform big in big games. You know, he famously, when uh, they were playing Vegas, you know, they came back 3-1. to one. After game five, they win. He said, we're coming back here for game seven. We're the better team. He goes out in game six, scores double overtime, shorthanded goal, to bring the get back to game seven and then the sharks of course famously win um uh, with the five minute uh major but he's he's that important to the team mm-hmm. and i mean i mean only 28 years old too and uh bad knees though bad yeah. knees <laughs> that's Dustin yeah. Brown's fault yeah so chances give me a percentage of him sticking around past the trade deadline and an extension I don't know. pick a pick a number out of a hat yeah, because be right. as of right now, the, the Sharks are saying he's not available, wink, because uh, they're trying to work on a, a long-term deal. We kind of, I, you kind of feel like if nothing's Wednesday, Thursday at the latest, if nothing's kind of pen to paper by then, then it, they're probably going to start looking because he does have a three-team no-trade list, but he has come out and said he wants to win and, you know, trying to, to package it. This is going to be a pretty complicated deal with him waving his trade clause, you know, trying to figure out the right prospects and stuff like that. So I think we said 60% leaning towards right now, but I mean, as the day, as Wednesday gets, you know, as the trade deadline gets closer, I feel like it's going to swing the other way. So. Got you. So, so chances are it's, it's more likely he is, he is out the door than he is. Um, no, I mean, I, no, it's, I only, would... it's only Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two, yeah it's only Monday. Still... We're, we're, when this episode drops, it'll be six days away from uh from that trade deadline. 3 p.m. March 21st. Um yeah. 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 Pacific. Um Lunchtime for us. <laughs> yeah. Or as Jillian from Family Guy says, uh specific. So specific time. Because yes. it starts specifically at noon. Yes. <laughs> so for so next segment, we're going to talk about a player familiar to San Jose Sharks fans. And that is Jumbo Joe Thornton. We're going to talk in the next segment all about that on this edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about Rock Auto. And with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts stores to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait until the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. Choosing only brand their warehouse happens to carry, you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money while using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find a solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-it box. 
so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Third and final segment here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. I have the content boys, Kyle Demetrius and JD Young, uh, here on the show to talk about this matchup between the Florida Panthers and the San Jose Sharks. So, guys, uh, we didn't, unfortunately, Sharks fans did not have the return of Joe Thornton uh, last year due to the COVID season. So they had to wait um, quite a few years until uh, Jumbo Joe makes his return out west. So, I, you know I can what, only do you know imagine. Why they, know they call him Jim, do you know why they call him Jumbo? I do not. What what is the reason? Huge coccyx. <laughs> well, good, good to know. Good <laughs> <Yes>. to know. <laughs> but some something that I uh, definitely now educate myself on ba- based on that. But uh, Joe Thorne making his return to the to the SAP Center, the Shark Tank, uh, on Tuesday night. Um, so. What? How do you? How do you feel the reception is going to be? I can only imagine it's going to be like they're elated to see him back. Oh yeah, it's going to be massive. Uh, a jumbo size. No, that's a JD joke. I can't take that one. Uh, <laughs> no, it's going to be huge. He doesn't. Uh, every are you time... talking about his <laughs> his feet? Yeah. Yes. Feet. Uh, no, it's going to be great. Joe Thornton left. I don't think any Sharks fan would begrudge him for going to try to win a title. Um, mm-hmm. The Leafs, the Leafs were good. Obviously, he has never paid attention since 1964 uh, to anything they've ever done. But hey, congrats! Um, and then he went to Florida to try to win a cup, which is looking like his paying off even better. So, no, no Sharks fan would begrudge him. San Jose had a lot of opportunities and just never broke their way. So, it's going to be there's going to be a, a a jumbotron. Like video tribute, probably in the first period, probably like five minutes in the stoppage mm-hmm. around there. Um, it should be a packed house. He'll get cheered. He will not get booed. It's literally impossible. No. The, um, that place is gonna be filled with Thornton jerseys. Yeah, it's it's like, just gonna be all Thornton jerseys. It's gonna be insane. So, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm excited. We were, I think we were when the we he decided to, to go to Toronto. I think we were both kind of like shocked. I remember like, well, I just hated it because like, yeah. come on, you, you pick the one team that nobody <laughs> likes, like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, just Joe Thornton, he's such a treasure in San Jose and there's just so many little moments, of course, you know, like the hurdles four goal game where he, he said he was going to whip it out, um, and stroke it if he ever scored four goals, you know, he had his hat trick against Boston, which they freaking Boston ruined the potential rooster trick. Um, he had like, he grew, he grew his long beard and called it a lifestyle beard, beard. you know, um, him and they had like a, before the season started, they had a, (laughs) uh, a fellowship as he called it with all the, the, all the, you know, everybody was over at his house. Um, he signed, uh, one of his contracts, he signed on a tractor, just like legit, just on a tractor. And the, actually, I think it was a couple days late because he couldn't figure out the fax machines. He was waiting for his wife to get home to, so she could set up the fax machine so he could, you know, send his contract back. Like, yeah, there's just dude's a legend, and the ju- the jumbo slide, the jumbo slide. Of course, you know after the uh, the series winner against the Kings, they finally beat the Kings, get that monkey off their back, and then just slides across the ice um, on his back and, like a turtle. Yeah, like a turtle. I've recreated that in my living room. It hurt. Uh, yeah, there's just there's just so much. Of course, the the sad uh, Pete Blackburn gif of him just looking down, just dejected. Many many sad joe thornton moments too um yeah it's it's i think sharks fans are going to be happy to see him but they're you know there's just that sadness of 
we could never get it done for him. And, you know, well, we, we didn't do anything personally. <laughs> we personally didn't do anything done. So I saw, I saw you also recreated that uh, Halloween picture uh, between uh, Joe Thornton and uh, no, that's the ESPN body. So our, body yeah, the body ESPN body magazine issue. So when Kyle and I as are, cause we're dumb idiots um, always making the content though. Uh, once we hit a thousand subscribers on YouTube, uh, Kyle and I will figure out, we will get together and we will recreate this photo of, uh, Joe Thornton and Brent Burns naked. Yeah. So. <laughs> what? Except, <laughs> yeah, definitely, uh, something, uh, so for anyone on the lockdown Florida Panthers feed, even if you're not a San Jose Sharks fan. Make it happen. Just yes. Go. go yeah, we go don't care. We openly we, we we openly ask for people to just make like a bot farm to get us. But yeah, we're still waiting for someone to get yeah. to us. <laughs> yeah. So we want that thousand. Make that sweet, sweet YouTube money. So. Yeah, we don't care what the, the we don't care what the <laughs> listens. We just want to make money off YouTube. Let's be honest. Yes. Yeah. That that is very fair. That is very fair. And you guys definitely uh pr- produce all uh the con you know you're the content boys for a reason. But yeah, um, we would like to say too quickly before you go on, if the Florida Panthers would like to hire us to do a podcast, we will also sell it for the Panthers. We will sell it to any team. Yeah, we'll sell. We'll, <laughs> We've yeah, openly said this. Yeah, we're yes. good. Okay. Yeah, anyone listening, you, you hear this? Um, hit hit them up and all. So <laughs> yeah. So quite one more question. Um, no, James Reimer is currently on IR. Bob Booner talked about in uh, practice today that there's a chance that he might be activated um, off um, IR. What what do you who who do you think that James Reimer gets to start tomorrow against his former team? Uh, he played for the Panthers. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's played for everybody, dude. Yeah, <laughs> um, Toronto, I don't know. Florida, Carolina. Hill Hill is RIP again. Um, yeah, he'll hurt himself. Look, get him to bed. Uh, yeah, standards. I don't know if they're gonna do that to Salchenko. Just throw him out there against the. Yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't start Reimer if if he's. They do have enough. Alex Stalock. <laughs> if we want to see. Joe Thornton get his rooster trick. Please put Alex Daylock in net. Just yes, that's how, you know for the the is, that's how you know the fix is in, is if yeah. Daylock trots himself out there. Uh, <laughs> honestly, if Reimer's like 75%, they'll throw him out there. They'll throw him out they, there. They have, they have no care in the world for that, that man's body. <laughs> when you said 14 straight games for James Reimer, I'm like, man, that's that's tough. And I thought Bob at one point was getting a lot of starts in a row before Spencer Knight was. Bob uh, also, so Bob actually played Reimer more. He When Bob was the coach of Florida, uh, he played Reimer 17 games in a row. Man, you must like find him. someone who loves you as much mm. as Bob Booger loves, James, loves Reimer. James Reimer. <laughs> yes, for uh. for real. Um, one other note on on this uh this episode of Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast for the Florida Panthers listeners is that Mason Marchment, who grew up going to San Jose Sharks games because uh, his dad working for the team. Uh, Wait, is his dad playing. Brian Marchment? Yeah, that's his cheap dad. Sh- cheap shot artist extraordinaire. Oh my god. Yeah. So he, he will be playing his first uh, game as, as a member of a visiting team um, in San Jose on uh, Tuesday night. So that that'll be a great story for him to uh, go back home, a play a franchise that he is very familiar with um, himself. So um, guys, Kyle, JD, I want to thank you guys for coming on to this episode of lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. Um, tell the listeners where uh, they can find you guys personally online. And of course your show uh your local record store uh <laughs> only fans gotta pay for that martin jones buyout baby yeah x x hamster 
Uh, Snapchat. All locked on sharks. <laughs> all locked on sharks. No, no spaces, no underscores, all that. So follow, follow, follow that, uh, that at, and uh, you'll definitely see them, uh, their content. Is, wherever. is there, is there no, is there no spaces in locked on sharks? No, it's all. Oh. Yeah. I kept, I was able to keep, you know, everything. Interesting. We, we, yeah. we are the uh, mill friendly podcast. So come check us out. <laughs> yes. Not anymore. Now we don't know what uh, too many men penalties are. So. Oh yeah. We don't understand <laughs> rules. I forgot that we switched it. We're, we yes. don't understand rules. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Come follow us, especially, you know, we, we dig into the draft. So if you like learning about draft profiles, that's our kind of our, our thing. Um, I would say we are the best at the network at it. So, Oh, by far, by far. So um, even if you, the Panthers don't have a first round pick, but you want to learn about all the cool kids uh, that are going to be making the NHL in five years from now, um, come check us out. And Honestly, just just come, just come, yeah, yeah, and listen. Dude, like I said, even if you don't follow them, just just come, just, just come. You'll, you'll be entertained, that's for sure. So but it's words to it's words to live by. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> thank thank you guys so much once again for uh, joining on the show, and hopefully hopefully talk to you guys soon. But in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time. The Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to Locked On NHL and the Crosscheck NHL shows. Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark will be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Stu Rodin and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Sorry, my the less. With the content, boys. And you've been listening to the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team. Every day. <laughs>